This is the Ridgeline Leadership Podcast, episode 50. Here we go. What's up, everyone? This is Blake and Peter, and welcome back to the Ridgeline Leadership Podcast, the podcast that empowers aspiring leaders to identify, connect to, and advance on the path of leadership. Holy crap, I cannot believe it's episode 50. That means we've done this 50 times, and at least one person has list, listened to this 50 times outside of us and our moms, okay? Right. That's crazy. That is nuts. So, Thank you, everyone, that you've listened for 50 episodes. I guess probably 52 probably would have been more significant. I probably shouldn't be getting excited about this, but I am because that's a good number. Um, but yeah, I'll stop rambling. I'm excited about this episode. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a banger. You're all good, man. I got excited when I typed that 50 in there too. So we'll have to yeah. make some sort of big celebration at 52. But hey, have you ever yeah. talked to someone? Uh, I was in a conversation with you and they only seem to hear maybe half of what you said. Maybe the rest of the time they seem very rhetorical. Just... Are you, you're, you're asking I mean, me right now. You can answer it. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sure we've all experienced it. Yeah, right. Yes, I have. <laughs> just, just once or twice. Just once <laughs> or twice. That's it. Yeah. It seems like they're ready to just jump in and take over the talking, right? They're always got that, that answer ready, or maybe it's an answer for part of what you said. Um, and, Maybe that's you. Maybe you realize you're the one that's just been listening uh, to your, you listen to a part of what somebody said, and then you're thinking about what you can say next. And now you realize you missed a absolute ton of what was being said. And you can't go back and say, Hey, I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. I was thinking about what I wanted to say next. I mean, you can, you probably should, but we don't because you know that we look stupid then. Um, listening is such a powerful tool that we really overlook. And sometimes we just ignore it because we don't want to. It takes work, it takes effort, but it is the key to understanding. Um, and it's a skill that we rarely develop as leaders, as individuals. Yeah, that's funny. I mean, there is this, like you, you do, you have this talks with people sometimes and you're like, man, I, uh, so upsetting. I had a, a bottle of ink my cat knocked over or something, and it got all over this shirt that I got from, you know, Ireland, and it was one of my favorites. And the response is, I have a cat. <laughs> like, yes. what? Like, but that's, right. it's very true. Like, there are, and I'm guilty of this, hardcore guilty of this, um, of not fully listening and engaging in what the other person's saying. And was recently kind of like knocked on my butt by a question that someone asked me uh, and not like directly, but were telling me about this like practice or this like visual picture you can do. And what they said is, you know, if my arm, I try to get the frame right. If my arm were a sentence, where in the sentence of somebody else 
do you stop listening and start thinking about how you're going to respond? Wow. And I was like, mm, it's close to the pit. <laughs> it's, it's not at the tip. It's close to the pit on this one. And that's where like a do you, you wonder why do we do this? Like, why are we so eager to respond? And I think it's the very reason we should be listening and I want to respond because I want to be understood. Hmm. We do. And that's, that is just human nature to want to be understood. But listening is deeper. It's more about understanding than being understood. Why don't we listen? Why, why are we so eager to respond? I think, I think some of it's fear, like fear of not having something intelligent to say, fear of looking stupid, um, fear of not being interesting enough. I've, I've heard all of these. I've felt all of these, but when we live in fear, we downplay our strengths. We downplay our connection with that person. So listening, I think is that missing part of communication I really do. I think that, um, you know, when you think about listening, there's gotta be a difference between that and hearing, right? Like there's gotta be a pivotal difference. And so I think it would probably be better to say um, that hearing is just passively, like a passive intake of noise or sound, that's hearing. It's like you're allowing that noise to enter your head. Listening is an intentional working to comprehend what's being heard, that's different. And it's not always just what's being said, like active listening is like being, I don't know if you've ever gone hunting before. I've gone hunting nope. many times and never, never got anything. So really I was just out in the woods. <laughs> it was beautiful, but it's gorgeous. It was, it's it is interesting how when you're walking in the woods, you're really just like kind of hearing, right? But when you're, when you're sitting down to hunt or to sit, to act like you're hunting like me, um, and you all of a sudden hear just leaves crinkle, how active and intent you become hmm. on comprehending and understanding what it is that I just heard. And that becomes the listening. That's why when like people are sneaking around and trying to be quiet and you know, you're sneaking around with somebody else and, uh, and I'm thinking obviously like when you're a little kid or something, and you're playing hide and seek. You're like, wait, 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 listen. You don't go, wait, 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 here. <laughs> like, right. there's the idea that listening, and like, so we understand this, I think, at a deep level. But I think Stephen Covey said it best. He said, most people do not listen with the intent to understand. They listen with the intent to reply. We don't actively listen to others. And so we're not actively listening to understand others. Um, when you think about communication, if listening is that missing part of communication, which I believe it is, communication is an input and then a receiving of that input. Mm -hmm. So we have speaking, right? That's some type of information is being given. Well, we there is two options. Well, I guess there's a third, don't hear or listen at all. That's probably right. a third. But hearing is like that middle ground. It's not even, it's like you're not even actually getting the intent of what's being said 
you're just getting information and something that you can regurgitate. But listening is actively being intent to say, what is it they're really getting at here? Um, and we, when we're not there, when we're not listening, we're, we're living somewhere else. Okay, we're not living where we should be, and that's in the present. Listening is the act of being present. Yeah, so, so important. Without that listening, we're not going to know our team, right? As we, we bring this into where, where does this affect us, right? How does this affect leaders? We're not going to be able to know our team if we can't truly listen. If we're just listening or hearing with the intent of replying, like Stephen Covey said, like you had talked about, Blake, we're, we're not going to understand these people. We're not going to understand anything about them. And they're going to become exactly like I just said, these people. They're not our team. They're not our community. They're not our family. They're not our people that we spend time with. They're just these people that maybe you spend some time with during the day or you work together. They're coworkers. But in order to, to properly lead a team, and we, I know we've talked about this in other episodes, there has to be that relationship there, right? We're always talking about how do we get from, from step one to step two or, or level one to level two? How do we get from permission, uh, I'm sorry, uh, position to permission, right? That position level is, hey, you've been put in this position. Um, maybe you've received a promotion. You are leading these people, not because you know them, but because you've been given that responsibility. The next level is that permission level. And the only way to reach that for them to give you permission to lead them is to have that relationship with them. The only way to have a relationship is to listen, to learn about them, to understand what their struggles are, to know what their strengths are, to build that relationship on mutual trust because you've communicated your struggles and you've been open about yourself and you've been open about your background and they've done the same and both of you have listened to each other and understood it and accepted it, right? You can't, you can't build this team up just by listening to a quarter or a half of what they say. You need to understand them entirely to be able to build that relationship and to build that trust and to keep that, uh, that building of that team and that group moving forward. Yeah, you also miss their expectations. I think a lot of times in communication, yeah. we're just trying to get like, high level, the thing that they're talking about and not really like, what is their deep expectation here? And um, we've, <laughs> we've got to know the expectation. See, when we don't listen and don't know their expectations, we miss the deeper understanding. Um, unclear expectations, I heard this recently and it just hit, hit to the core, but unclear expectations are just premeditated resentments. So when we do not fully understand what they're expecting, we start to build resentment with one another because we believe when I tell you something, I'm believing you understand what I'm saying. I'm believing you understand the expectations right. I have. And then when it doesn't happen, I feel like, oh man, you're actively trying to go against me. You're, you know, and obviously that's my problem, but it still builds the resentment. So when we don't have that clear expect expectation and understanding then we're going to allow for that to, to step into play. Yeah, man, that is so good. I, I love that premeditated resentments. It just is, it's, it's a perceived that you're, you don't care. You don't give a shit. Man, that's good. I, I think we need to flip it the other way too, right? So we've talked about how this affects a leader to the people that they lead. But what about those who are being led? For most of us, we're probably in a position where we have leaders above us too. Um, and 
if we're not listening as our leaders are telling us right, the right path or where we're headed or what the vision is, we're going to miss all of that. We're going to have this unclear picture of where we're going with our communication or with our, with our organization, with our community, uh, with our family group, whatever it may be. We're going to miss that, right? And then all of a sudden, we're going to find ourselves completely disconnected from everything that's going on and from everyone. I know we've talked about using the the example of going to Disney World, right? Disney World? Yeah, that's the one in Florida. Yeah, let's say you're going into Florida and your parents say to you, okay, we're going to Disney World. Make sure you get your, and then they say something, but you're not listening because you're just thinking about how high you're going to jump and how loud you're going to scream, right? You've missed now that they've said, bring your swimsuit so that you can go on all the water rides. You get to Disney and you have nothing to wear. Now you've missed out on an entire portion of that vacation, that that togetherness with the family. Maybe you have to sit by yourself while the whole family goes off and does this. We've missed that whole piece. Mm. It leaves emptiness. It leaves this, this feeling like you're disconnected from the group, from the organization, from the community, whatever, whatever your, you know, your group is, we become disconnected and then we become resentful too, Mm. because now, well, why didn't they tell me or why didn't I, bring this with me? Or how did I miss that part of the information? They just weren't clear enough. We start putting the blame there. If we're not listening, we don't understand the path. We don't understand what's all going on. We've got to make sure that we absorb all of the information as well from those who are are leading us so that we can implement whatever it is the goal is at that point. Yeah. When we understand others and they feel understood, I think this is where we start getting a little deeper. We're going to connect with people at a much deeper level, uh, a trustworthy level. And not necessarily like you're becoming besties and like everything's about pillow talk and stuff like that. Because I think that's where when we talk about connecting with people, their minds go to, well, I don't have to be best friends with everyone. And I'm, I'm not saying that. Okay. What I'm saying, though, is that we connect at a diff- totally different level. Like almost think of those movies that we all love where the villain and the hero actually have some kind of connection that you respect like they respect one another because they understand one another and it's not that they believe the same things they're not pillow buddies they're not besties like they are like opposition but there is a different connection because they understand one another um this reminds me of a story about benjamin disraeli the pm of or the prime minister of say it was United Kingdom, um, but he was well-loved. He, he was at a dinner party one time, but I think he was getting elected or was in the process of it, and his opponent and him were both at this dinner party. And there was this, I don't know who she was, but she basically witnessed, um, went and talked to both of them, and she said after talking to Benjamin's um, partner, or not partner, rather, the opponent, that she was like, you know, I... I talked to him and I just thought he was the most interesting man in the world. Like he just is so well known. Like, wow, I can't believe he's done all these things. Like this is unbelievable. And then she said, after talking to Benjamin Disraeli, she said, you know, after talking to your opponent, I thought that he was the smartest and most interesting person in the world. After talking to you though, I feel like I'm the most interesting person in the world. And that is what somebody who is a good listener does is that they make everyone else feel connected, feel 
understood. And it's not like Benjamin Disraeli was amazing. You know, I'm not saying like in everything, but like he was a good prime minister. And for for someone to respond like that shows that active listening really does do something. Um, because people want to be understood. They want their communication to be received correctly. They want to be seen. And listening is that active gift of helping them feel understood. Uh, I think one thing we got to be careful about in communication is that we think, hey, the way I'm going to connect is to show them I'm just like them. And the way I'm going to show them I'm just like them is I'm going to have a story and an experience to share every time they share an experience or story. Like, I'm guilty of this one too, but like this is not, don't do this, okay? Don't make every story, kind of like about the cat knocking over the ink and you're like, oh, I've got a cat. Like, that's, well, okay, cool. That is not what we want to be doing. We want to be actively understanding what is the depth of what they're working through. Um, You know, right now, today, um, we are, and obviously this is recorded beforehand, but, you know, today we're having to do hard thing. My whole family and I are having to put our dog down and it's just killing us all. And as I'm sharing that, there's depth. If, if Pete right now you were like, yeah, I've had to put my dog down too. I'd punch you in the face. Like, yeah. that's not like, I'm not like, oh, cause that's what I was looking for. I was looking to find out right in this moment as I'm going through this, if you've had to put a dog down, that's what I was curious about. No, like, no. If I'm sharing this information, it's because there's there's an, a side of me that wants to be seen, wants to be heard and understood, not looking for information to be exchanged and us to become better buddies in the moment, right? It's because I trust you to a certain degree that I'm even sharing it, you know? So I think we we just have to understand that we can't make someone else's experiences about my experiences. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm so sorry. I know you and your family are going through it right now, and I'm I'm sorry about that. Appreciate um, it. Yeah, I think one thing that can easily get us caught up or tripped up, rather, is the. I think it's a misconception that listening is a natural thing, and that it just kind of will come to you, right? Um, you know, we do it our we quote unquote do it our whole lives, so we might as well we'll be okay at it. And I don't think that's true. I think it requires some effort on our part, um, probably quite a bit of effort actually on our part, because it's not a natural thing. Naturally, we want to uh, put ourselves out there. We want to put our experiences out there. Again, we want to be understood. We want to be seen. We want to be heard too. So it, it kind of goes against everything that we want for us to engage and to listen, but it's something we have to work on. If we want to build those relationships, we need to put in that effort because it doesn't come as a natural occurrence in our lives. Yeah, it becomes pretty easy to feel when someone else is listening to, you know what I mean? Like kind of get that sense, like I think this person's actually hearing me, but I think it's also really easy to know when they're not like hearing you. So when you feel that way, like if I was talking to you and I didn't feel like you were actively listening to me when you came to talk, I would just have no cares in the world to engage in that conversation. And I've been there before. 
like having those conversations, I end up saying very little after I feel like, yeah, this person's just not here. Um, in fact, there are times that I kind of want to be like, I wish you could have been here today, <laughs> but I know that that's not good. And that wouldn't lead to maybe the best things. Um, but when you know someone is actively listening to you, you start leaning in and actively listening to them. And then you make better connections and you understand their expectations and you understand them better. Um, I think, I think we think that good listening, because maybe we're taught this, I don't know, but I think we think that good listening is don't speak when others are speaking, right? That's check. Um, let them know by visual cues that you are hearing them. Hmm. Okay. Yes. Nodding of the ah, head. Wow. Mm -hmm. Like we, we think that that's in it. And now, by the way, I do that stuff all the time, <laughs> but hopefully because I'm actively listening, not because right. I'm getting the check mark for first, not talking. And then second for like giving them verbal and visual cues that I'm listening. Um, and then it's being able to repeat what they've said back to you. Like, this is this is where all our fights come from in the household, okay? With with the kids. When I'm like, hey, you need to please go do this. I need you to do this. And I'm like, they're like, okay. And I'm like, what did I say? And then they can say it back to me. I'm like, all right, dang it, but you don't know. Like you're not doing right. it, obviously. You're not responding to this. So and, and you know, that's that's on me too. But anyway, I think we think that that is what it means to be a a decent listener. I think we need to throw that myth out the door. Those may be signs that you are actively listening, but they, but by doing those things does not make you an active listener. Leaning in and actually listening and trying to understand them more is what we need to be doing. Yeah. Here's some, here's some practical things we can do as we, as we work on being and growing our active listening outside of just the uh-huh yeah uh-huh and making the noises doing this the, the the gestures things like that we actually seek to understand the first step really i believe is to set a goal set intention for yourself to improve it's not going to happen by accident and it's definitely not going to happen overnight you've had however many years of your life until maybe this moment of practice of not actively listening all the time. You can't just overcome that in one evening or one morning or one hour. It's going to take time. Give yourself that ability to have that time. Don't set yourself a goal of, well, this next week, I'm going to become an active listener. Sure. This next week, you can work on that. And the next week and the next week and the next week and the next week, and I can keep going forever. It's you've got to set that, that, that goal to improve and give yourself realistic time. I don't think personally, this is something that we ever go to a point where we go, okay, I am now an active listener that always understands every time. I think that there are distractions that come into our lives, that come into our conversations that we're going to have to deal with too. We've got to give ourselves that room to grow. It's not going to be just the flip of a switch. We have to give ourselves that time. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I kind of think of, um, this is so like, maybe not fully <laughs> in what you're, what you're getting at, but you're talking about okay. that, like, when your attention's wandering and you're focusing back, like I think of, have you ever seen the movie Hitch? Yes. I think of Kevin James. Is it Kevin James? Yeah, it is. It, okay. Yeah, it's Kevin James. But he's, 
he's getting coached on like how to um talk and like engage in conversation with Alexa Cole and uh one of the things Will Smith says he's like when she's talking to you don't be looking at her mouth <laughs> like pay a digit it's a like like be in that conversation yeah. and he's in the boardroom and his mind's wandering to a, vi a picture of him or a video of him and Alexa Cole like driving a convertible down interstate one in California and he snaps back into place and um it's just that that whole idea of like engage but I love that part because his face kind of goes like <laughs> like yes. it just oh, like yeah. really gets super funny and intent anyway yeah that's what I thought of for some reason when you were saying that um, that's Perfect. But to your point, though, to your point about like setting that goal, I know I've talked about this before, but just having seasons in your life or like themes for your seasons that you're going through, if you don't feel like you're a good active listener and I'm I'm there, then it it's healthy to be like, you know what? The theme of this quarter, the theme of this year, it's it's to be an active listener. It's to make sure that in my conversations, I walk away and, and I'm not saying grade yourself, but maybe grade yourself, <laughs> you know, maybe yeah. give yourself, Hey, what grade would I give myself for of being an active listener in that conversation? And then sit down and flesh it out and be like, I didn't do these things at all. And I don't, I don't know that I can even tell you what was so important about that conversation. And like trying to have a theme though, I think is pretty important when I'm talking with people. Um, and I don't feel like I'm being a good listener and I don't do this like with every conversation, but when I really feel like, Ooh, I'm, I'm off. I'm really just into me right now. And I need more discipline here. Uh, I do a thing where I'll ask three questions before I give an answer to something. So like, if they're if they'll ask me a question about something now if it's like hey what's your favorite restaurant i'm not going to ask three questions and then give right. an answer but like <laughs> as we're really trying to dig into something or get to know them or something like that i'll ask three follow-up questions to make sure i fully understand before i answer uh fully understand their intention for asking that these questions or whatever but it is i feel like it's a good way to just at least put some structure and discipline in your life for active listening yeah. Yeah, that's good. I think being open and curious, mm. kind of going along with those three questions is really important. The more you're curious, the more you're going to listen with the intent to understand because you want to know, right? Yeah. Um, and being open too. Don't don't make assumptions. Don't make judgments before you you f hear someone out. You know, mm. making assumptions. I, somebody told me this. It makes an ass out of you and me, right? When you assume, and it stuck with me for years, and it's mm. true. You know, I'm making, I'm finishing your story for you in my head before you finish it. And now I've passed judgment on, on how you acted or reacted or whatever it is. Let go of those things, hold those things, let them finish because I can almost guarantee you their story is going to finish differently than you think. Mm -hmm. It almost always does. Yeah. Good point. The, I think the thing as well about the questions you ask and how you kind of dig back into it in that curious way is that you don't ask, um, you don't ask yes or no questions. You kind of ask some open-ended questions, ones where they have to like 
dig into it. Like, it's not like so. Do you like ice cream? Like, what are your thoughts on ice cream? Like, no, don't don't go the yes or no. Be like, hey, why do you like this so much? That okay? Now they've got to dig into it a little more than just the yes or no kind of stuff. So I I think that's part of being open and curious that's helpful. And be hesitant to give advice. This one mm. gets us in trouble so often. We are, somebody's telling us a story or they're, they're spilling their guts to us about something or other. And the first thing we thought of instead of listening is, oh, well, in that situation, I would have done such and such. And now I'm going to share that with them. I'm going to share with them this golden nugget of knowledge that's going to change their life. And all of a sudden, all this situation is going to be better. And the reality is they don't, they don't want that. They don't need that. They're they so blessed to know me, though. I'm <laughs> so blessed to get my wisdom and my knowledge. Isn't it, right? Isn't it so welcome, crazy people. how arrogant that sounds when we say it out loud? Mm -hmm. But when we say it in our heads, we sound like we're the hero. We feel that we're the hero by bringing up this great advice. And it's just not, it's not what they need. It puts us in that place of we're not listening. We're just getting ready to say the next best thing or the next thing on our mind and how to rock the world, how to make everything better, how to be that person that has all the answers and not look stupid and not look unintelligent and not look uninterested. It's, just don't do it. It's, it's gonna, it, it does more harm than good every single time. Put away distractions. We talked about this before. I, I can't tell you the number of times I've been talking to somebody and I see them. Yep. Yep. Exactly. They reach in their pocket, they pull up their phone and I am guilty of this too. Absolutely no, guilty of it. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, no, keep talking. I'm listening. I promise. Seriously. And, and it's, I think it's more prevalent in our society today because of our connectedness to the internet, to um, those around us through text messages, for phone calls, emails. There's so many ways to get a hold of us that it's easy for us to just disconnect and jump from thing to thing to thing to thing. And this is, I think, part of the reason why it takes so much effort to actively listen and take the time because it does take more time. There's no instant gratification of a text message. Oh, hey, so-and-so said such and such. Great, I'm going to text them back. And it's 10 seconds. That's not listening. Listening is having that conversation. Put away those distractions. You find yourself drifting, like we talked about, you know, from Hitch, slap yourself back into the situation. Maybe not physically, <laughs> but bring yourself back into that situation if you've got to ask a question, ask a couple questions about it that are deeper than just yes or no questions, right? Bring yourself back to it. Put those distractions away so that you can actively focus on the conversation in front of you. Yeah, I, I actively want to stop talking every time someone picks up their phone as I'm talking to them and they like yes. pick it up or get a like they'll get a phantom buzz and immediately they're like, oh, my gosh, this is it. There, somebody wants to talk to me. And I'm like, hey. I'm talking to you. You're yes. right. Like it's happening right now and you're missing it because you're not being present. Like I kind of, I may start the art of just not talking as soon as someone grabs yes. their phone, just stop and just I, be I'm quiet with that. And they'll look up and I'll be like, all right, yeah, we'll start again. That sounds good. Yes. Now um, that you're listening <laughs> now. Oh, there you are. <laughs> um, they, I think, I think, and I, I'm laughing about this because um, the last few episodes, we were talking about me having a pull string, uh, pull string doll that if you pull the pull string, it's like culture, culture. And I've had tons of people come up to me, 
talking about that pull string doll. Apparently that's a, it's a new thing. It's a but thing. We got to get it made. It is a thing. Um, but no surprise, creating an environment that's safe for people to actually talk is yeah. probably step one in this whole, like, how do you actively listen? Because you got to set the environment in such a way that they feel like they can talk, that they feel that they have a place that they can speak and that you're a safe place. And that doesn't always happen overnight. Okay. Sometimes that's got to be built. Um, but the more you fight to understand others, I think, I think they're going to see you as a safe place. Um, and a place that's worth making sure things are clarified and expectations are understood. Uh, we were, we were talking at the beginning, um, before we even hopped on this podcast and I just, I don't know what this popped into my head. I've never done this before, but I think a good icebreaker, like as you're talking about like business icebreakers or like just with other people to help understand, you know, we talked about that sentence icebreaker, like where does, where do you start thinking about what you're going to say, um, you know, on someone's arm or whatever. But I think, I think one could be like breaking two people apart, right. In, into groups rather and say, I want you to, you, John, tell me about Mary, uh, about a story that happened to her, uh, that really mattered to her and then like have them do that but then have them separate again. And the better one would be, tell me why Mary was so impacted by the story that happened to her that actually really mattered to her. Because that's the difference. Understanding like the ability to regurgitate a story that mattered to her is not understanding that story at the same level. And I have seen when people regurgitated stories I told them before and didn't have the heart behind it, how empty it seemed. And yet, when I share a story about how I impacted I was about something, that it tends to be where the weight is at. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's having that understanding is so, so key to having the relationship because there's no relationship without it. Hearing and listening are so often used interchangeably, and yet they're so different. We like to think that they're the same, but they're different. Hearing is knowing that story, right? I know the stories. Listening is understanding how that situation affected the person who told you the story, knowing the why, knowing what's behind it, knowing how it hurt them, how it built them, knowing those things and understanding them as a person. That's listening. This is something every leader and I believe every person struggles with at some point in their lives. It's just something we're going to deal with. And we have to make, we have to make the commitment to step up and to fight, to actively listen, fight to understand. Remember these guidelines, set the goal to improve, use the three questions before you answer rule, be open and curious, put away those distractions and remember, create an environment that is safe for others to engage with you. Thanks so much for joining us on the Ridgeline Leadership Podcast. See you guys next time. Also, we'd like to thank our very own Luke Van Tress, a.k.a. Mr. Boxes, for our kick-ass original theme song. 